Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is being recorded Tuesday night. Uh, what's today, the 16th, Scott? Yes, February 16th, 2021. Uh, and joining us tonight is SYP creator Scott, who is back after a one-week absence. I needed some time off, people. I got Ian gave me the, the week to have a good vacation and enjoy the start of reading break. Not going to lie, I got a little sauce a couple days ago, but hey, here we are. We're back. We're back. We're we're vibing. We're living the dream. So let's we'll get after it today. Scott was Scott was on the COVID protocol uh, list this week. Uh, just uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. It doesn't it doesn't mean our, our that he an undisclosed injury. How about that? <laughs> well, I was gonna say, doesn't just because you're on the protocol list doesn't mean you have COVID. You're exactly. Either, exactly. It, it, it just you're just on the list. Um, so today. Uh, not gonna lie, I struggled to find stuff to talk about this week, but we managed to get enough topics for it this week. Uh, it's more of a house cleaning pod. We're just going over some uh, in-house SYP related stuff. Um, we'll start with hoodies. So obviously, we're selling hoodies. Uh, speak your piece hoodies. Uh, we're hoping to do the zoo source for sports and Squamish uh, logo. If you haven't checked, go to our story. Look at our post. Logo looks really nice. The hoodies look really nice. Uh, we got the link in our bio. Go share your interest. Go tell us that you're interested in hoodies so we can get it set up. Uh, for hoodies, Scott, thank you very much for that. Uh, what are your thoughts on our hoodies? I love them. I think they're sick. They're they're a little more simple than our shirts, and I think we that was kind of by design so people can wear them with a bunch a bunch of things. And it's you know you wear it like under like a tracksuit or under a jacket, or you can wear it as is. And yeah, it's um, super cool for sure. So they'll be they'll be good hoodies. People will like them and. It should be, uh, yeah, it'll be good. Um, hopefully there's lots of interest and hopefully we get um, a good amount of people interested in them. I know the shirts were, you know, the shirts did really well for us and we're hoping maybe we'll drop those again in the future. And if you guys, guys, have any suggestions, DM us, um, shoot us a text, give, be like, yo, like we want to see this. We want to see that. We'll do our best to fit everyone. So. Yeah. I mean the hoodies, I'm definitely like going to be, like hoodie at, under the jersey type guy at parties like that's probably going to be my move um i think i i think once if i do go back to parties after the pandemic i'm definitely going to be jersey guy at the pandemic that's uh, or at the parties after the pandemic that's probably the move we and then pre-pandemic too but then but then if i'm not going to be jersey guy then i'm going to be hoodie guy and i'm going to be wearing hoodies and clothing uh to parties uh post-pandemic right. Although I remember, I think one New Year's Eve party that we went to, someone was upset at me, like glad handing and trying to promote Speak Your Peace. So um, not great, but I'm still going to do it anyways. Fuck it. Um, Saturday selection. So obviously we've had a couple of controversies with Saturday selections for the last two weeks now. Um, we've obviously had hashtag Keefgate, uh, which is honestly pretty funny. I mean, Keith pretty much roasted me. It was uh, more. It line. was more funny than bad, honestly. Like, honest, super honest mistake. Didn't even know what he was doing, and yeah, he, he did. He knew what he was fucking doing. Don't give oh, him the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, Keith. If you don't like, give him the benefit. I'm on Team Keith here. It was an honest mistake. You still fucked up, but honest mistake. Um, whatever you do, don't go follow. Uh, I don't even know what the name of his fitness account is, but don't Keithard underscore fitness. Yeah, don't whatever you do, don't, don't follow, follow that account on, on Instagram. Um, no, I'm not giving him the benefit. Like he he admitted, like, yeah, you know what? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So, you know, fair enough to keep. 
But then, but then this past week where we had the free Jonas movement, uh, because our buddy Jonas, uh, pick the games after they'd already been completed to try and get an advantage uh, in Saturday selections. Now, now I shall say, I usually vet those. Like I usually have an idea because I've checked, like I usually check a few times throughout the day, like who's all voted and making sure like when games happen and whatnot. So I'm usually vetting those people who are picking at the very end anyways uh, but because I was requested to uh, kind of call out Jonas, I felt it was uh, felt like I had to. It's just, just the way it is. It's just hey, the way it is. You know, same, same thing. Like you fucked up, and you you're gonna get called out for it. You're gonna hear about it. And again, speaker piece is pretty, or uh, Saturday selections is pretty, uh, pretty chill about that. But again, it's you know you still gotta follow the rules, right? So someone else complained about. Uh, you know, you know, if they, what if they don't know when the event, like what time events are? Well, I mean, just pick them and. Hey, maybe, maybe that'll be something that the new SYP Saturday selections host will uh, incorporate into, into the uh, event. So let's segue into that. So in case you don't know, I'm back with the other silver tips for their upcoming season. I'm already pretty busy, but we got, silver tips gig coming up uh their season is starting march 19th i believe it is and i will be with them mostly on fridays and saturdays doing their social uh covering the game for them here in vancouver with that being said uh your new uh saturday selections i guess host creator is uh is, is scotty k scott congratulations on being named the uh the new saturday selections host how do you feel about that Honestly, it's a huge honor. I'm very excited, looking forward to it. And I know I'm taking some more responsibility from Ian here. And, you know, again, this is kind of me stepping up in the brand and helping out a little bit. And it's not, it's one day a week. So it's something and I'm going to try and make it as fun as possible. And uh, we'll, have, we'll have some fun with it. Maybe we'll incorporate some uh, pop culture Saturday selections of sorts. We'll, we'll see. There's, I, I have some ideas churning right now. So we'll, that'll be good for sure. And again, this is all Scott. Like Scott has the full, like, like, leeway on this like he can do whatever he want like I, I i'm not in case you're wondering i'm not telling scott how to do any of this like he gets saturdays to do all the selections he wants like just in, in case people think this is just some sort of you know proxy saturday selections that is going to be happening that's not the case scott has full control um we've no, we've talked about this for a few weeks now but we he is starting this. I think your first day you're going to do it is the 20th because the 19th, March 20th. March 20th. So March 20th. So 19th is the Friday. So Scott will be doing that March 20th. Look out for that. The new Saturday selections, uh, new and improved, maybe question mark. Who knows? Possibly. I have a tough task to follow, but we'll uh, we'll do my best and we'll see what happens for sure. And then finally, uh, the third thing we should just let people know about uh summer events so nothing is confirmed or planned yet uh right now we're looking at doing syp olympics we're looking at doing a golf some sort of golf tournament we're looking at doing some sort of streaming events events like plural events so we will let you know when we come up with that information when that information is available but just an fyi we're doing events and a lot of it's going to be based on the pandemic and how the situation is here in British Columbia and if we're allowed to do stuff and if we're allowed to go hang out and see the guys and you know have have people like around and the, st- the streaming I'm sure will will happen whatever that looks like and um, it's 
yeah, that'll help happen for sure. The golf tournament's likely to happen just because it's something that you can very easily do socially distant. And we, you know, a few of us have connections with golf courses and stuff and we can figure that out when it comes. I, and yeah. I was going to say, I, I shouldn't mention though, for the SYP Olympics, obviously Squamish is a big contender to host this year. Uh, I should mention our other candidate uh, contenders, um, province of Alberta, because they're open and they will give a shit about COVID. Uh, the province of Ontario. I have connections with the province of Ontario. Uh, we yeah. hear that Sault Ste. Marie is beautiful in summertime, so maybe we'll look at Ontario hosting. Um, same with Texas. Texas does not give a shit about COVID. They have been, you know, more than happy to accommodate us, give us tax breaks and all that sort of fun stuff. Uh, and then, well, I was going to get to Florida. Obviously, Florida, they mentioned about how they can host the Summer Olympics if Beijing, or if uh, Tokyo cannot this summer. Uh, their alternative, if they can't host the IOC Summer Olympics, is the SYP Summer Olympics. So we'll see if we can work with Florida, possibly do something um, Miami maybe. But yeah, just shout out Alberta, shout out Ontario, Texas, Florida, the open states who haven't given a, a shit about a pandemic for about a year now. Uh, they are potentially uh, hosting uh, the Olympics as well. And we'll see where it goes. Squamish, again, leading contender, but you never know, right? You never know what kind of tax breaks and you know financial benefits you can get by doing stuff in the States. We'll see. Uh, um. Moving on, outside of the SYP uh, events and things within Speak Your Peace, uh, do you want to? So, do you want to talk about the Leafs' loss first? Is that the first thing that we have to address? Here? I think it's the first thing on the agenda. I think we should address it for sure. So, the Leafs blew a five-one. Well, it was a four-goal lead, so they were down five-one. The Leafs were up five-one halfway through second period. So, okay. <clears throat> Let me just start by saying this is not their worst loss that they've suffered. Like no. the, the David Ayers loss was worse. Well, I would say ooh, I'd say the game seven 2013 loss to Boston was worse. That was, was the worst. Let, let's just say that the Leafs have had some historic collapse collapses. Yeah. Collapses plural, yeah. Collapses plural. Like this is one of many horrible losses for the Maple Leafs. I think if we had to rank them, I think the David Ayers loss would be uh, number one. And pick any Boston game would be uh, number two. Um, losing to Ottawa would be number three. And pick a Columbus game from last year's playoffs. I think, I guess, how I would rank them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah I don't disagree with you there. And I think, I personally think the Boston, the, uh, 2013 game seven against Boston. That was the most heartbreaking loss because they're up four one with tennis left, absolutely dominating the game. And yes. they just let the Bruins walk all over them for the last 10 minutes and change in overtime. Like brutal. But you're right. Like the David Ayers loss is quite something. You pay, you literally pay this guy to it was he was to sit on like in the stands as your backup. Yes, he was your emergency backup. The Leafs literally paid him to beat their team. Like it, it wasn't a good look for Toronto, and um, but it made hey, it made for a great story. One of the stories of 2020 for sure. Um, I think another storyline takeaway from this game is Ottawa better than we think they are? Question mark. I mean, 
they have. I think we both agree that they have some pieces that we like. I obviously am a, have a man crush on Brady Kachuk. You obviously have a man crush on uh, Timmy Stutz, Jimmy Stutzla. Yeah. Um, Ottawa might be better than we think. I don't know. That's a hot take. I think people think Ottawa is going to be seventh, and they're going to be right. And that was the general consensus throughout all of the NHL. Anyone you ask, like, who's going to be worse than Ottawa? No one. Like, every other team's got some sort of chance to make the playoffs. Ottawa had no chance to make the playoffs whatsoever. And being in the division that they are, they're going to get slaughtered most nights. And for whatever reason, they've shown up against the Leafs. And they've been the Habs. And the Habs too, yeah. It's whatever it is, it's maybe their their young guys step up that those games and like they'll get up for the games against their own division in the actual you know in real NHL seasons. And um I yeah, it's it's really interesting to see how that team is doing well against the Leafs and the Habs. Who are the two top teams in the North division, by the way? So I don't know. I it's, I was going to say, I think it might have something to do with DJ Smith, who's their head coach. He used to coach Toronto. He was their assistant at one time in, in Toronto. So maybe that has something to do with it. I, I I don't know. I just think like they obviously have some good pieces. Their depth is awful. Uh, they just brought back Ryan Dzingle recently. So Dzingle might be... Uh, well, he's uh, got a quarantine for two weeks. So we don't have to see him yeah. for seven or eight games. Yeah, so that you're not again, you're not going to see him until March at least. So there, there's that. Um, I mean, Matt Murray. I know we've ridiculed Matt Murray a bit just because he is not turned. At least I've ridiculed Matt Murray just because he hasn't turned out to be the goal that we kind of thought that he was. But well, I mean, it's, it's and his defense. I was going to say his defense isn't good either. And that's just it. Like it's the team. It's I think it's more about the team in front of him. That's not good, as opposed to him not being good. Like he's an okay goalie. He, I would I would personally say he's a top twenty goalie in the NHL. Like he's got some good numbers. He's a decent. He's a good. He's a, I won't say good. He's a decent to good number one goalie in the NHL. He can stop the puck. Albeit in Pittsburgh, he looked better because he had a better team in front of him, as opposed to Ottawa, who are comprised of rookies and second years and players that don't know how to drive the play. I think Mur- I think Murray is like the Mendoza line of like starting goaltenders. Like if you have yeah. Matt Murray, you can contend for a cup potentially. Like you kind of like any- the, the baseline goal you get. Like yes. Yeah. A- like- anything anything less than Murray, you're probably not contending for a cup. You might not be making the playoffs. Yeah. anything more and you are definitely a, a contending team um and of course the story from last night's game has to be the toronto maple leafs collapsing once again and falling apart when they should have won are you I'm, i mean we discussed this last night uh on our buddy jevin's pod left side yeah. heavy go check that out um are you worried about the maple leafs no i'm not worried at all you you look at how they play and their just their ability to move the puck and how good they are. They're a really good team and they're far better than they have been in past years. And again, they're in again. Let's not forget they're in a tough-ish division and playing against the Western teams that are a little more heavy that are used to that heavier style of game. The East, East Eastern teams are more skilled, a little more kind of finesse and pizzazz to their game, where the West is a little more heavy. 
They're doing great against the Western teams, you know, and then Montreal have been back and forth, obviously. It's in with Ottawa. Um, I'm not worried. I, I have the least in the playoffs. They're definitely going to make the playoffs and they'll probably be first or second place. With I just, I was going to say, I just, I can't really be concerned about the Leafs until the playoffs come. Like, I think they're a really good regular season team. Mm-hmm. I think the team is much better suited for this type of season than maybe they have it in years past. And maybe it's the Wayne Simmons factor too. Like not having him in the lineup to have a bunch of, of grit. And I think I said this before the season where the Leafs just needed someone in their locker room just to say like, what the fuck are we actually doing guys? Like what, like what's going on here? And well, here's the thing with that is they got three, three of those guys really. And now Muzzin's got in this full year with the team and like, or like a you know actual free start, a fresh start to the year. Like, you think about you think about a team now. Like, I look at a guy like Thornton, guy like Bogosian, guy like Simmons, and you could even throw um, like Justin Hall in there. Yeah, he's a younger guy, but he's got some grit. He brings brings a bit of bite to his game. He's also cut to his uh, good shot over uh, what's his name a couple of, a couple of days ago. He rifled oh. over Carey Price. Over Carey Price. Carey Price, yes. Carey Price. Rifled a slap shot from the slot over his shoulder. And yeah. It's just, yeah, that those kind of players, those are what the Leafs needed. And I think they'll be more, at least more effective in the playoffs. They'll get through a playoff round. How about that? Even, I was going to say, even like Zach Hyman. Yeah. Like Zach, like Zach Hyman's like probably, like obviously I love Matthews and Marner as much as the next guy, but Zach Hyman is a guy who I think has the, you know, attitude to say what the fuck are we actually doing like we can't be losing these kind of games Absolutely. and you need the and you need those kind of guys in the locker room with a younger ish team like toronto a, li- a little immature team like toronto is and then like you mentioned bogosian thornton simmons even a little justin hall someone to just say like we need to step it up we can't be losing games like this and here's the thing with again you mentioned matthews too he's looked way better this year than a couple like the last few years and a lot of that i think him and McDavid trained in Arizona in the summer. And I think that did a lot for him because you can kind of watch McDavid close up and be like, okay, how is this guy skating? The biggest concern for me was Matthew's ability to skate. And that in years past, he looked kind of slow, looked kind of sluggish. Whatever he did this year, he maybe lost a few pounds, maybe just improved his stride, whatever, whatever it was. He looks way quicker, way more dominant. And that's because of his speed. His defensemen, defensemen have to back off now and give him that space. So it's just opening up things for him. And that's why he leads the league. He's got 11 goals now, right? I was going to say, Matthews, we talked about it last night. Matthews is arguably a heart candidate with how he's been playing this year and how he's been looking for the Leafs. Even even Mitch Marner. I think Mitch Marner deserves some praise as well. Like, he's had a really solid season um, stepping up when needed. And I'm not worried about this team. You're not worried about this team. You, there's um, no reason to. And, and kind of great, then there's a concern. But there's right now, there's no reason to. And even I know it's I know it's really being optimistic, and this team has had those kind of collapses before. But shit does happen. Like yeah. like like it, it like it happens, and just like you have a loss like this every once in a while. Like I remember last year, I think Tampa Bay lost like eight two to a, like some, I don't remember exactly what team it was, but the team wasn't very good. And they went once with the Stanley Cup. St. Louis was in last place the year they won the Cup. Yeah. 
So like in January, and then they came it's, back. So it's a roller coaster of a seat. Like like you're never gonna be high like all season. You're never gonna like you're gonna have peaks and valleys. It's, so. It seldom happens. I don't remember the last Presidents Trophy winner to win the Stanley Cup. It's been it's been a while from what I remember. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Was that one of the Blackhawks team? I think it might have been. Let me look. Let me just check that. Sure, you pull that up. Um, but yeah, and, and you know, like with how this season is, you really can't like this is games like this are really just for the media to like make fun of and just to overhype and you know way overanalyze. Like you have to play tomorrow night against. You have to play Wednesday against Ottawa. You have to play thursday or friday against ottawa montreal like you have a quick schedule this year and you're playing the same teams like you can't be hung up on that too much right exactly yeah all right uh i've got an answer for you so uh, yes there have been four teams that have won the president's trophy and the stanley cup since we were born so 1999 2000 and that was colorado in 01 yeah you're detroit red wings in 02 Yep. Rings again in 08. And then the Blackhawks, you're right. The Blackhawks were the last team in 2013. I was going to say it was either the 2013 team or the 2015 team for yeah, uh, Chicago. 13. Who, who won in 15? The president's trophy. If you, if you have that right there. Oh, I think it was either San Jose or Tampa Bay. Um, let me find out. Was, was it maybe Pittsburgh? Let's find out. Anyways. um, Yeah. So I don't leave fans. Don't worry. Um, you got nothing to worry about. You're fine. Your team's still really good. Yes. The New York Rangers, who are not doing as fine, Ooh. won in 2015. And that Ooh. was the year after they went to the cup final with Lundqvist and Stefan. And, uh, yeah, that... that exactly. Ooh, I was going to say, Henrik Lundqvist after losing that Stanley Cup, like that's the most deflated I think I've ever seen an athlete lose. Oh, for sure. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about something uh, also not as pleasant quite negative um COVID-19 and events and 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 hosting events during COVID-19 so obviously this weekend uh there are Lake Tahoe NHL outdoor games uh Vegas is playing Colorado I believe Saturday uh Boston is playing Philadelphia on Sunday and then there's the NBA all-star game which I don't really care i don't know what date that is i'm gonna say it's march 7th but i don't know for sure what day it's, it's in early march i don't remember in early march it's, it's still it's still two three weeks away so my question to you is should we be having these events and why are we having these events it's kind of it's kind of a two-fold question here so you're right um i'll start with I'll break it into two parts and I, I agree. So the Lake Tahoe outdoor games, I'm, I'm all for it. Then re- a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's outside. There's not going to be any fans. It's a pretty isolated part of North America. Lake, Lake Tahoe is not all that busy and during a pandemic, it will be even less busy. Um, and I think that will really kind of like, I don't know. I think, I just think the outdoor games are so cool and just being on an outdoor rink and playing outside is to me is just like, the pinnacle of like, okay, we're like living the dream right now. This is, this is what it should be like. And I, I, I'm all for it. And I think the players love playing outdoors and for the Eastern teams, it's, it might suck getting to Tahoe, but like, you're not going to get that opportunity all, all the time. So I'm all for it. Vegas is first outdoor game, by the way. So that'll be cool. Um, the, in terms of the NBA all-star game, 
LeBron said it best. Why? Like, why are we doing this event? It's stupid. There's no, there's no reason to have an event like this. We're bringing a bunch of players together. Yeah. They're all like they're buddy, buddy after games, but at least you're not like getting a bunch of guys. And then when you're at this and you go back to your teams and let's just say like three people get COVID, three of the all-stars get COVID. That's three full teams that are possibly at risk. So it, it's really, it's a real tough one. And I, the United States is different and we're not living there and who knows what protocols are like down there. Cause we, we just don't know. Um, where is the Ulster game being hosted? Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. Okay. So it's further South. So my guess, my guess, I have no clue. My guess is that restrictions won't be as severe as it would be in like a New York or a Los Angeles or a Seattle or Portland or yeah, like a northernish state. I my I, I get I get the out like you say I get the outdoor game like you're outside you're in uh, um, Tahoe which probably isn't as busy as it normally is during regular times. I don't. I don't get the uh, from the NHL's perspective. I don't get the sending Boston in Philly um, to Tahoe to play in Tahoe um, because it kind of. De- I mean, it kind of defeats your whole purpose of what the NHL has set out to do this year in trying to stay closer to home. Poss- you know, potentially like that's why we have the realigned divisions. That's why we're, um, you know not having our regular Pacific and central and Metro divisions, but nevertheless, um, I, I, I see where the NHL, like the NHL, I think has done overall a better job of handling COVID and dealing with COVID and, and trying to mitigate, mitigate it than say the NBA has. Um, and the NBA has been traveling all around the country. Um, they've obviously tried to make things tighter and restrict more stuff when it comes to the NBA and players hugging and Jersey exchange and whatever. Um, But no, the, like the NBA all-star game, I don't get, and I think it's just purely revenues. Like it's literally, they're just trying to make back, like get back revenue that they lost that I I don't see any other reason why you need an all-star game. No. And this year you don't like you, the, all you want to do is get a season done and crown a champion. I remember Gary Bettman talking about that, like before the, the NHL bubble in Edmonton and Toronto happened. That, that to me, that's all you need to do. This, this isn't going to be on for much, much longer. It's not like we're in, in for another two years of a pandemic. Like it's the tunnel, the tunnel is the end of the tunnel is near. So it's very like, just get through the season. You can do an all-star game next year. The Olympics are coming up. So for, NHL players going to Olympics for NBA players going to the summer games. Who knows when that's going to be as well. Um, like you just, you just gotta like get through it and as you know, keep people as safe as possible. And this is like the opposite of that. This is like you said, it's, it's about, it's gotta be about the money. I, again, I'd speculate, but it's gotta be about the money for sure. Well, and, and I know we've had this debate and it's a bit of a moral dilemma in terms of just having bubbles and just putting players in bubbles to play these games where you're reducing the risk of COVID. And I know people don't like to talk about it. I know it's a touchy subject because the players are obviously away from their families. Um, It's, it's not ideal in a pandemic to have people. And I I get that. 
I, I am, I am understanding of that. I just feel like if you really want everybody's, if you really cared about people's health and safety and you want to play a season, like if those two things are aligned with one another, you do stuff in bubbles. And I know that we're, we're already too far deep into the hockey season. I get that we're too far deep into the NBA season to revert back to bubbles. I'm, I don't know. I don't, and I don't think we would do that for playoffs either. I, I don't see that happening for playoffs, but you never know. Um, it kind of just for myself goes back to the whole issue of why are we even traveling and should we just play? Should we have just played in bubbles to begin with? But that's a whole nother debate. And Again, that's a big debate. And I, I mean, I've, I've been, I've thought this, you know, throughout the whole time, and we've chatted about this. It's, it's really a thing of like, well, you got to find balance, you know, family, you know, players aren't going to be, want to be away from their families, especially during this time as well, when maybe kids are home from school and maybe kids are like, you know, it's, it's a little concerning that way. And, you know, the, sometimes some of the wives like might have str- struggles with that. And like, it might, it might be a tricky situation for them and um, having, you know, the players home a little bit more, which is not a bad thing. And um, it's, like I like again to Ian's point, I like the NHL has definitely handled it better than the NBA and even all the other leagues combined. And um, the fact that they're in bubbles in their own divisions, which is which is okay and that's fine. And um, it's a way to balance it. It's not. It's never going to be perfect unless you put it in a bubble, like Ian said. And I think it's really, it's a good. The NHL's found a good. I think they found a good balance of it all, and they've really done their best with what they could. And like I said before, it's it's not for much longer, and that's the thing. Hopefully, it'll be over soonish, and we'll go back to a normal quote normal NHL soon enough. Uh, my camera—I don't know if you can hear me, but my camera has just fucked up on me and doesn't want to seem to work. So, if you're we're having te- technical difficulties on my end, of course, what a shocker! Um, yeah, and and again, I, I just I feel bad. Hopefully this works now. There we go. Um, I feel bad saying it because again, we've had like we've seen incidences with uh, Tuka Rask, let's say, where Tuka Rask obviously had to leave the bubble. Like he didn't, he, he tried to make it work in the bubble, and it obviously didn't work. And he had a young child who was going through issues at the time uh, back in the summer. So yeah, I, I mean, I get that. It, I get that it's not easy. I, I just. If we want to do health, like if we want to promote health and safety, and we want to promote looking out for the players, just that's why I've been kind of advocating for a bubble. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll see it in like a baseball season or something too. I don't know. Um, and I think it. I think it might actually happen for the playoff, or at least some sort of modified bubble, where maybe like we talked about in the in the NHL preview podcast a couple like a couple weeks ago. Um, the North and West might bubble during their playoff and then the East and the Central might bubble. Who knows? Like, who knows? But yeah, at least, you know, at least it's, it could happen. And again, who knows what's going to happen for sure. But well, only time will tell. The, the big, the big asterisks that we should mention is that the players and owners have to agree to this. Yeah. Like that, like that is a big asterisk that we should mention. Like nothing is going to happen unless the players and owners agree to it. Um, just just throwing that out there not saying that's going to be a big deal because they've gotten you know they've agreed to play in this season and they agreed to return to play last summer just 
throwing that out there. Just that little caveat that you can take with you. Um, I guess we should talk about the world's uh, longest hockey game that took place in yeah. Edmonton uh, this past week uh, on a positive note. Yep. Um, I believe so. Scott, you can correct me where I'm wrong here. Yep. Um, it was a charity game in Edmonton. They played for over a week straight, I believe. Like, Yes. Uh, let me get the exact number of hours for you. Yeah. And, and I think they raised, We were, Scott and I were chatting beforehand. I think they raised uh, $1 million, over, at least a million dollars, maybe closer to $2 million, uh, I believe, for cancer research. Don't quote me on this. And Yes, cancer research. It, and it was, it was nice to see. Uh, yeah, one. So according to the CBC, one point eight million dollar for cancer research in Alberta in Edmonton. Um, Two hundred and fifty-two hours whew. was the length of time. So that is over ten days. Over ten days, so a week and a half straight of hockey. It's basically ten days and twelve hours. So it's ten and a half days. Ten and a half days of, of hockey. And I and I remember I, I remember seeing a CBC News article. Or, or not article i was watching on tv excuse me uh where they had all the like the trailers and they had all this um kind of accommodations and lodging set up for all the players in case there were covid or in case there was outbreaks or whatever and yeah it, it was a, a successful uh event that we should probably mention that took place in edmonton this past week absolutely and let's not forget they were in like minus 40 conditions Yes. I mean, I complain about it being cold here in Vancouver, where it was like maybe zero, like maybe freezing. And those people were playing in like, like minus 40 God awful temperatures. Oh yeah. Um, so, so congrats to those people who, uh, who took part in that. Um, congratulations for raising, uh, $1.8 million is what I have here on the CBC article. Um, I don't know what you have for the final score. It might be debated, but it'll be debated. It's guaranteed. Uh, it says here the final score of the game was two thousand six hundred and forty-nine to two thousand five hundred and twenty-eight. Imagine like being down a hundred, and it's just like, boys, I don't think we're coming back in this one. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I know anything's possible. The Leafs lost 5-1 the other night or they lost while leading 5-1 they were lost 6-5 yeah. in overtime but I'm just I don't know yeah. guys might not be able to come back in this one <laughs> 100 yeah 100 goals in 12 hours who knows could be doable um I was who, what was I I think I was watching a Red Wings game the other day uh it might not have been maybe it was the Canucks game the other or the no it was the Leafs and the Canucks um whenever they played one Saturday ago and the Leafs had like seven goal or seven shots through two periods. And, and I'm like, I could get you seven shots in two periods. And, and then I realized I maybe had like two shots a game uh, in my junior hockey. And that was again, peewee level. And that was just like, and one of them was a tip. wasn't even a shot. I was gonna say it's literally garbage goals and just like going for the rebound, and you're like the most dominant net front presence since Thomas Holmstrom. Not oh, even oh, that's Not a, that's a, that's, a, that's a that's a that's a highlight of this podcast. I'll have to share that. Um, go. I guess the other well, thing, that, uh, yeah, at least, 
That's the clickbait title right there. That's the clickbait. Best net front presence since Thomas Holmstrom. There is another. There's another good one. Once once we look back and watch this, and I'll be like, okay, that should be the the footnote of the clickbait for sure. Um, the other thing we should mention, um, I or at least I want to mention, uh, Kamaru Usman with the UFC 258 win uh, on Saturday yeah. against. Uh, oh fuck, who did he fight on Saturday? Gilbert Burns. He fought Gilbert Burns and Kamaru Usman won. And that's his. I think, correct me wrong, that's his second straight fight that we've, like, that. Well, since I've been, like, sort of paying attention, I'm not a huge follower of the UFC, but yes. Usman won, remember we were at Norman Rudy's and we watched the fights? Usman yes. won the main main fight that night, and he also won the ones uh, a couple nights ago. I was going to say, because he fought, I don't know if you remember how well you remember that night, uh, he fought Masvidal five rounds oh, on oh. Fight Island, right. and oh. that was just the stomping fight that we stayed till the end, and it was just a fucking shitty fight because it was just stomping like there wasn't yeah. any action was this fight a little bit better oh this was much better this was the third round knockout by Let's Usman. Go. even though uh because Usman actually got knocked down he got like knocked down uh because burns caught him yeah. and then i think it was also in the first round where burns like he landed one shot but he missed on the uh on the on the two, he got the one, but he missed on the two. And if he caught caught him with the two, Usman was done. Was Usman done, would yeah. have been over on the two, but he missed the two, and then Usman came back in the second and third round to win against Gilbert Burns. So congratulations to Kamar Usman. That's his third title defense, I believe. Nigerian, uh, what's his nickname? Nigerian, Nigerian nightmare. That's the one. So okay. he beat because he beat uh, Gilbert Burns. He beat uh, Masvidal, and then he beat uh, Colby Covington. That was like almost a year ago now. Uh yeah, over a year ago I think it was. Now was the yeah. uh, was the Covington fight. Yeah. Um. Uh, just just watching the game here. Um. Colorado yes. Vegas three to two. So that's that's a possible uh, Western Conference final preview. So I was discussing this with my dad. Uh, Vegas. This again. We're recording this Tuesday night. Vegas is wearing their god awful gold helmets. Terrible. Um. What would be like the ultimate the ultimate hell of a uniform matchup would be maybe Toronto's reverse retro against Vegas with their gold helmets. You, you said before Toronto's reverse retro aren't even that bad. They aren't that bad. I just want I want to just basically give the public what they want because I seem to be the only one who like is okay with Toronto's reverse retro. They're not great. They're like bottom. They're like the bottom twenty. They look okay with the, with the whole actual um, uniform combination. They actually look better than just the jersey itself. You're not with, awful. With, exactly. with a casual person wearing it. Um, yeah, I, I should say Detroit's reverse retro against Vegas's uh, uniform with the gold helmets. Maybe that's the ultimate hell of a uniform matchup. I'd have to look at a few and think about what would really look bad. But yeah, there's debate there. For sure. Probably, I was going to say, probably in about a month or a month and a half, we'll do a jersey, po- just a whole podcast dedicated to jerseys and just uniforms because we can go off yeah. on that. Oh, absolutely. Also, Colorado's blue helmets are disgusting as well. With their home jerseys, they're blue- terrible. Oh, I, I didn't know if you meant like disgusting, like rape or like their, no. blue, pan- their blue pants are despicable. Not good. I no agree. bueno. No bueno. All right. New segment. We're going to, we're going to play, a, we're going to play a game on, uh, the SYP pod. Um, this is my game that I've come up with. Scott is allowed to come up with his own games, but just, I thought for content wise, we're going to play games here on this podcast. Um, this game I'm calling good, bad, or neither. Uh, 
emphasis on the good and bad. Um, basically, Scott and I have to uh, say we have to share three things with one another. Just three things, three anything. It could be literally anything. Literally anything, and we have to say if it's good or bad, or neither. If can I use another adjective for bad? If it's like t- truly terrible, can I say terrible? Sure. Yeah. No. It's good, bad, or terrible. Like we can we can go off on like however you want to do this. This is just the first time we're doing it. We're filling we're filling airtime. Um, that that's essentially what this is. And plus, it's a free podcast. It's not like people can complain about us giving them free content. So, um, my three things. Uh, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? You asked me questions for it. I'm just thinking of my questions right now. Okay, I I have come up with questions. I'm gonna ask Scott uh, three three things. And ask him if they're good, bad, or terrible. Um, Scott. Yes. Vancouver Canucks reverse retro jerseys. Good, bad, or terrible? Haven't seen them on the ice yet. So I'm going to say neither to start. Okay. I I think my answer would actually be they're okay. But I have to see them on the ice first. I think they're wearing them Friday against Winnipeg. Or Friday against Edmonton. Okay, I'll keep an eye out for that. Or Friday gets what they're wearing them soon. Like they're wearing them soon. this, okay. this okay. Uh, within so a I'm, week. They're wearing. Them. I'm gonna say neither right now, but that could change for next week's pod. Okay. Um, oranges, the fruit, uh, good, bad, or terrible. Good. I grew up with them playing soccer. Mandarin oranges, fucking slap. They're yeah, their oranges are good. Okay. All right. Um, personally speaking, um, I'm just going to say, I think oranges are the worst fruit. Yeah. You're not an orange guy. That's you've, not you've an, been very clear before. Not an orange guy. Uh, I would always avoid them during the halftime soccer game uh, because I didn't want all the juice running down me as I was playing. Uh, I didn't want to smell like, like orange. Sweating. It's just like just different colors. No, but then it smells. But then it smells like orange, and then like the other team is just like, oh, look at this you're, idiot who's got orange juice on. Shower. Who cares what you smell? You're going home shower anyways. You have goose. No, but you're a kid. You're you're afraid of what others think about you, or is that just me personally? I think <laughs> if you're like nine, ten years old, you don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. Uh, okay, and then yeah. final thing: uh, good, better, uh, uh, good, better, ugly, or terrible, whatever the last word we're going to use is. Uh, this season of The Bachelor so far, your your thoughts, good, bad, or terrible? I don't want to say it's terrible, it's just bad. It's just I think bad? The Bachelorette's more entertaining because the guys are, act- I find her funnier. And a lot of the girls, it's just like stupid shit. Honestly, I, I didn't watch the last episode. I didn't want to watch the last episode. I just like. You're getting turned I mean, off. Interesting. Yeah, which is interesting. Um. I think, like I said, I think The Bachelorette's a little more entertaining, personally. And I watch it because it's entertaining. I think it's, this shit's so funny. Um, but it's just, honestly, this year, it's just annoying right now. So we'll just say, we'll say bad. It's not terrible. It's just bad. How about that? Uh, um, I like Matt James. Matt James is good. He's a cool I was going to say, you you watch The Bachelor, or you watch The Bachelorette for the same reason I watch NASCAR and just said it's entertaining and it's fun to watch. I just, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I'm really disappointed because apparently my girl Victoria got eliminated, so I can't use her for content every week now because oh. I drove. She I drove terrible. engagement. She was absolutely terrible. Oh, she was, but she drove engagement. Like that's what kind of what we were looking for. So in terms of insights, yeah. it was actually good having Victoria on, which is probably why she stayed as long as she did with the producers. Just kind of like yes, 
yeah. So we'll get into that when the when the premiere or the uh, season finale gets on. Uh, Scott, do you have three questions you want to ask me? I do actually. I have one, and I'm going to come up with two others on the spot. Okay, go for it. So, question number one. Yes. PlayStation Five, good, bad, or terrible slash ugly slash not worth it. So, in case for people who don't know, I just got a PS4. I don't know, a month, month and a half ago. Um, so I've been playing PS4. Um, PS4 has been good to me. I enjoy the PS4. PS5 looks good. I haven't played it yet. I was looking. I, I I got all the way to the checkout line for a PS5, and then the page refreshed, and then it said it was out of or uh, unavailable, or they sold out. So I'm going to say good with the again asterisks of I haven't played it yet, so I really don't know. Okay. okay. That's the PS5. That's the PS5. That's the, yeah. Just, yeah, I said PS5 and that just to be, I know you have a PS4. PS4 is very good from what I know. Um, but I'm just curious. Yeah. So it's hard, hard to know without actually playing it. Uh, yes. My next question. Yes. JJ Watt. Good. Is he, I, I guess the question is better. Is it, is he overrated, underrated, or just right? So good, bad, ugly. Yeah. Okay. So good question i think he's good i don't know he's not the player that he was like when he was catching catching touchdown passes for the texans many years ago now but i'm gonna say he's good i think he's a good player still i would sign him asap if given the opportunity and also just as a human being he's a really good human being like he raised over 10 million dollars for the city of houston after the hurricane if you remember um Hurricane Harvey, he raised a fuck ton of money for that city. So as a as a human being, he is a good human being, good player. JJ Watt, good. Good. I like it. I was gonna say good too. Yeah, he's a good player, and he's uh probably the biggest free agent fish on the market this year, you would say. Or he's up, there's he's a up. bunch there's, there's a bunch up there. I was gonna say there's a bunch of wide receivers. Like Juju Smith is technically a free agent this year. Um Kenny Galladay, Alan Rock, like a bunch of good wide receivers that are free agents yeah. out yeah. there. So look out for the free agents. Yeah. But JJ Watt is actually like someone who just personally, I would just sign no matter what my team is like at need. Just as a guy, I would love to have JJ Watt. Cool. Um, my next question, we talked about this on the left side heavy pod with Jevin last night, which yes. has not been posted yet, but it'll be posted soon. It, it comes out um, on Wednesdays. Comes out Wednesday, yeah. So we talked about briefly mentioned the Florida Panthers. They are second place in the NHL's Central Division. Are they good? Are they bad? Or are they like playing out of their minds and not actually as good as we think they are? So I'll say good because I don't think they're bad. But I'm gonna like there's a big but here with goaltending. Like Bobrovsky is not like he's a below 900 save percentage. Um, yeah. I'm, their backup is his name Dreger. Dreger. That Dre, yeah, I think it's Dreger. Yeah, Dreger. Exactly. Uh, he's got like a 920 save percentage. So like he's really good, but they keep going to Bobrovsky, which has clearly been a a, a failure. It's been that's been a bust uh, yeah. since Bobrovsky has got there. So, True. um. And I like their forwards too. Like I like Huberto. I like Barkov. Owen Tippett, I think, is starting to get some time with uh, with the Florida Panthers as well. Yeah. Which is it's Aaron, good. He's a good player. Good player. Aaron Ackblad on the back end. So I'm going to say they're good. I'm going to say they make the playoffs. 
but their goaltending is a liability. That's what I'll say. It's a liability. Their goaltending. Yeah. Uh, good with a big asterisk. How about that? Good with a big asterisk. Uh, good with a but dot 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 uh, afterwards. Uh, so let's get to that's that's been SYP. Good, bad, or terrible. Uh, we'll we'll come up with a better name for that. Maybe we'll do insert that. Insert adjective here. Yeah. A, a good, bad, insert adjective here. That's what I think we'll just use for uh, the name of the the game. Uh, let's go to our mailbag. Let's go to our questions. Um, do you want me to ask yours first? I mean, you're up to you. I'll ask yours first. Um, so w- you you asked, uh, Scott, which Kachuk will end a career with more points, Matt, Brady, or Keith? Who do you think? Because I want to hear who, what your answer is first. Personally, I think Brady's got the most offensive potential. He's also the youngest. And he's playing in on a team where he'll get hella opportunities. And wh- they'll can, they're going to kind of build – I don't want to say around him, but they're going to build with him in the sense that they're going to get a center and a winger that, you know, let's just say, let's just say they draft a, a elite number one center and should slip ends up playing wing with Brady Kachuk. It's a pretty nasty line depending on who that center is going to be. So with that, you're going to get the opportunities in, in Ottawa than he would compared to like Calgary. Yes. Maybe Kachuk's the top dog in Calgary, but there's other players as of right, right now, Goodrow Monaghan, Lindholm, Dubay, um, that are also getting offensive time and that are not necessarily like in all situations playing everything where Brady in Ottawa is. And I think it'll be Brady, but it'll be close because Keith's got a good amount of points, actually. I was going to say Keith just because it's a more defensive game today. Like it's not as easy to score as it was for Keith Kachuk. Um, I think more of the question is who's going to score more in their career, Brady or Matthew. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I'm going to say Brady. Cause I think he's actually more of a goal scorer, like offensive threat than Matthew is. And not, that's not to take any away from Matthew. Like Matt, Matthew Kachuk is actually like a really talented player. I don't think people talk about that enough is that he actually like, he can put this like skills on you. Like Kachuk's oh, got some absolutely. finesse to his game. Matthew Kachuk, that is. Matthew Kachuk got some finesse to his game. Mm-hmm. I just think Brady has more of it. I agree. So I'm going to say Brady scores more points than Matthew. Matthew Kachuk, there's a, I think there's a good chance he actually scores the least amount of points of those three. Okay. So I'm going to say Keith, Brady, Matthew. Cool. Um, next questions. Uh, these all come from our guy, Jevin. Uh, again. He did the left side heavy pod. We did it with him last night. He does the left side heavy pod. Uh, Go check him out. We'll share some of his stuff too when it comes out. I think his pod comes out tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, Go check that out when you get the opportunity. Um, He first asked, what's the best podcast you've ever been on? And obviously left side heavy for myself because I can't think of any other podcast off the top of my head that I've been on. Although I guess this is just another shameless plug for myself. Um, I'm going to be interviewed by some UBC students on Friday night in a live stream, which, I mean, that's pretty cool because I'm not going to UBC, but UBC students are interviewing me. So like that, that's, that's kind of badass. Pretty yeah. ironic. There you go. Um, that, best podcast you've been on. Left side heavy. That's the best and only podcast I've been on personally. Um, I know I'm not going to name drop, but th- this year um, for someone's birthday, they got a shout out from 
Spitting Chicklets host Paul Bissonette, and they got a personalized message. I thought that it was so cool. Um, not gonna was name that it. one of the was that was that one of those cameos? Yes, uh, similar. Yeah, I I don't know if you've ever gone on Cameo and you see how much like the cost of some of those are. Um, pretty high. It's pretty high, and it's yeah. very like it's very inaccurate i think i don't think the like because you can set your own price for those right yeah i don't think like there are some guys who should be charging more than what they actually are for a cameo but there's also some who can who are charging way less than they should be so it's i don't know a lot of that's opinion based too because you could think for example like oh like someone knows ryan reynolds super well and you know it costs like 80 like whatever it is i don't, I don't know the exact ball 80 ball. bucks or something bucks. Or whatever. and then you go to like a ryan like a ryan gosling and they're like 120 even though they're in my opinion i think ryan Reynolds is cooler than ryan gosling but they just in my opinion so some people i think gosling's more popular than reynolds and it's it's just dependent on who you are as a person and there's no set it's never going to be set in stone right so and some people just do it out of their kindness of their heart right like if exactly. you just want to if you just want like a 50 dollar message from zach cassian you can get a 50 dollar message from zach cassian like that's yeah. just how that's yeah. just how it works but yeah so anyways this uh, particular friend of mine um got a message from paul business and i'm like i got i gotta see it i'm like damn that's pretty cool and he actually is pretty funny it was very you know, very personalized and like it was super cool which was kind of fun to be a part of and yeah it's cool so uh so do you get like a text or do you get a, like an email you get a I don't know exactly, but it was like you get sent a video message. Straight oh, up. Okay. Sure it was through email, and then you just download the video, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, all right, uh, next question from Jevin. This one's pretty much for myself. I don't think you'll be able to answer this one, Scott, but you might get a kick out of it. Uh, fuck Mary Kill, uh, Nathan Peterman, who is obviously uh, the quarterback most famously who threw i think five interceptions in one half against the la chargers when he was the um jamarcus russell who was the first overall uh bust of the oakland raiders and Deshaun kaiser who was a, a former notre dame fighting irish second round pick of the cleveland browns fuck mary kill i'm gonna have to kill nathan peterman sorry nathan um just i gotta kill you man not your fault. Um, if I had to marry one of these quarterbacks, I think it would be Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, he went to Notre Dame. He's a good Catholic. Seems like a very nice man. It's too bad his football career hasn't taken off, but that's why I'm going to marry uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Seems like a nice, good Catholic man that I could use in my life. And then uh, I'd fuck Jamarcus Russell. You're because Notre Dame he, fan, so. I'm also a Notre Dame fan too, which that that's there's part of that. Uh, also, I'd I'd fuck Jamarcus Russell because of the uh, like that dude was like six five two twenty five coming out of LSU going into the NFL. That dude still got some athletic genes in him that I I could I could use with, we'll, with we'll, big hands. Probably. Big hands. Uh, we we yeah. can make we can make some NCAA babies together. Some Div one kids. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, fuck Jamarcus Russell. Marry Deshaun Kaiser. Kill Nathan Peterman. Uh, that's my cool. fuck Mary kill list from Jevin. And then finally, Jevin asks us, uh, chicken or beef burgers? Don't ask why I'm asking this. Scott, chicken ask or beef burgers? Ask me for Depends a friend, yes. From. Depends, Depends where it's from. Where it's from. Um, my, so 
my favorite, uh, actually, people probably don't know this, my favorite burger of all time, anywhere, any restaurant that I've currently been to, uh, is the Cajun chicken burger from the Watershed Grill in Squamish. So good. That's to me, that's my favorite burger. Normally, I'm a beef burger guy, um, but I can go kind of between the chicken burgers, depending how, again, depending how it's made, depending where it's from, and the beef burgers. I, and that's a, that's a Cajun chicken burger from Watershed. Yes. Right? I haven't, I haven't right. been to Watershed in like, I think the last time I went to Watershed was maybe for our school project or what our, our French project. Were you there? Oh, you right. There? Yeah. That was like, that was grade 11, I think that was. I kind think you're fun. right. I think that was the last time I went to Watershed. Um, yeah. Parking there, parking there is such a bitch. You're better off just to bike there or walk there. Even. Yeah, uh, just walk to Watershed. That's our advice. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, me personally, uh, I'm going to say the beef. I'm more of a beef burger guy. Although, um, I'm trying to think where, I don't think you would know this, Scott. But basically, my favorite burger joint was burger 55 in penticton okay uh um they're not there anymore they used to i'm trying to think of where they they used to be off the main street in penticton uh love burger 55 great burger joint uh i'm more of a beef burger guy than a chicken guy although i will say uh, a good turkey burger or a good salmon burger is also very nice to have i i, I want to mention those burgers as well i don't know if I don't know if I would prefer them over a beef burger, but if given the opportunity, like if someone says we're going to have salmon burgers tonight, I'm like, oh, okay, that'll be good. Or turkey burgers too. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can live with that. That's, that sounds nice. So, um, yeah, uh, beef burger over chicken burger. I'm, I'm, depends what it's from, but yes, I'm going to say beef burger over chicken burger as well. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap up here, before we, before we head out here? Uh, any final hot takes, or uh, do you want to do you want to just preach about your boy uh, Max Comtois? Oh yeah, he's got seven goals this year, and he's part of a duck squad that will make the playoffs. That is my—I mean, that's not my hot take. It's just a take. It is your hot take. It's my hot take. They'll make the playoffs this year. I I picked them to make the playoffs, so it's not to me. It's not really a hot take. And um, John Gibson in the short season will play forty games, and he will win a lot of them, hopefully. It, have we did we make a bet on if Comtois will actually be the leading scorer on this team? Because I mean, like leading goal scorer, leading point scorer, both. Like that that just seems not great. If Max Comtois, I mean, I like the guy. I think he's great. I just don't know if he should be leading the Ducks in goal scoring. He shouldn't be. It should be Raquel or Silverberg. Raquel, Raquel is taking a massive step back, and I don't know why maybe he's just not as good. He had two, two or three good years. He had 30 goals one year. And it might, I was going to say, it might just be this season. It might just be with all the circumstances. He was bad last year. He wasn't as good last year too. No, but it might, again, like this season is obviously like just circumstances. You don't know what's going on in somebody's life either. Just all the shit that's going on with 2020, 2021. Well, he's, he's, he's happily married now, if that helps. So that should be, if anything, how would you think? I but. wouldn't know anything about that. So, congrats to uh, congrats to Raquel. Yes. Um, I don't really have any final takeaways here. I'll just do the plugs. Uh, so, obviously, we got the website. Um, we got the new speakerpiece.ca. I did a rugby recap on Sunday. Go take a look at that. Basically, I'm going to be doing weekly posts on that. Maybe longer Sunday reads. Uh, I think it's maybe what I'll try and aim for on Sundays before I have to crunch all my homework. Uh, the the that afternoon day before um so website uh, obviously youtube so i've been posting more clips of our podcast on youtube 
our 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 what so what did we give his title Armin? What do we what do we say his title is? Armin's our executive marketing director. Executive marketing director and late for every fucking meeting ever. Uh Armin uh said that I need to save up for a YouTube camera. So you can help by uh subscribing to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, like our vids. Uh, I post more clips. We're gonna be doing obviously more YouTube stuff when we do the events this summer, so take a look at that. Be on a lookout for that. Um, obviously you can listen to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, you can watch this podcast on YouTube, of course. Just be sure to subscribe or like wherever this is. Uh, obviously we're on Instagram at Speak Your Peace. Uh, we're on Twitter, uh, Speak Your Peace Three. Uh, we're on Twitch, SYP Streams. I gotta again. Once school's over, I'm just gonna go ham on like Twitch streaming, and people can see how awful I am at NHL 19. Um, yeah, and Fortnite. Let's not forget about Fortnite. Come on. And Fortnite, you can see on? you can see me fail at Fortnite. Um, trying to think of just anything. Else. I'm sure I'm missing something. But anyways, um, go look at the website. Go look at our YouTube. Go on our social media channels. Go like, subscribe to everything. All things speak your peace. Obviously, the hoodies are coming up too. Things are coming up for speak your peace. Let's go. Yeah, and it, even through like kind of like this is kind of a quiet period for sports in general, but also us and it's you know for content and what we're making do and we'll uh, keep trying to grow the brand. And we've got I think four hundred and fifty something followers now, which is great. And we keep guys keep it up. We love the support and we're really hoping to get to be big. So. We're trying to get to, I think, 475 is maybe the goal for the end of this month. So try and get us to 475 by the end of this month. Maybe 500, 500 by the end of the school year. How about that? 500 followers by the end of the school year. Who says no? I'm, I'm uh, for it. Yeah, I'm for and, it. And again, sorry, there's no Caslow appearance this week. Uh, Caslow has uh, been sleeping on the couch after a good walk today. He's been a, a good boy. 10 out of 10, good doggo. Very good dog. That's our SYP mascot. Uh, Again, thank you very much for for listening. Anything else before we go, Scott? Perfect. All right. That's the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, We'll be back again next week. And please go go support Jevin. Go support us. And uh, thanks for all your support. Peace out.